of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Well, hello and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones back again, continuing through the Psalm Project. And we are here today at Psalm 28. We've just looked at Psalm uh, 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. And David here is continuing this thought by referring to God as his strength and his shield. And so you could almost sort of continue uh, consider... Psalm 28 as a continuation of Psalm 27. So you see similar themes and ideas presented in 28. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Psalm 28. I will start reading in verse 1. To you, O Lord, I call my rock. Be not deaf to me, lest if you be silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. Hear the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cry to you for help, when I lift my hands toward your most holy sanctuary. Do not drag me off with the wicked, with the workers of evil, who speak peace with their neighbors while evil is in their hearts. Give to them according to their work and according to the evil of their deeds. Give to them according to the work of their hands. Render them their due reward because they do not regard the works of the Lord or the work of his hands. He will tear them down and build them up no more. Blessed be the Lord, for he has heard my voice of my pleas for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts, and I am helped. My heart exults, and with my song I give thanks to him. The Lord is the strength of his people. He is the saving refuge of his anointed. Oh, save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. So let's take a look at this. Psalm 28. So David here, in in 27, he's referred to the Lord as his light and salvation. And here in 28, he refers to the Lord as his strength and his shield. So if you st- if you think of uh, light and salvation, that is sort of a form of rescue, or as a, as a strength and a shield as a form of defense. And in verse 28, he associates this defense, this strength and this shield, this source of defense as a rock. He says, I call my rock. And this is... He uses this name several times in the book of Psalms, and he is probably remembering God as his source of protection and strength. Listen to this from Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4. The rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice, a God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright is he. David a Hebrew, a Jewish uh, man would have been familiar with this text. He would have known this Pentateuch text from Deuteronomy. 
And so he refers to the Lord as his rock. He says, do not be deaf to me. Okay, now let's stop here. That is a metaphor. That is a figure of speech. God is not deaf, and he cannot be deaf. Um, he is saying, listen to me. Hear my, my cry, my prayer. Lest if you be silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. That is to die. This, the, the pit stands for Sheol here, if you will. Uh, and we've talked about Sheol in this, uh, this process before. And then in verse, tw- in verse 2, he says, Hear the voice of my pleas for mercy. And he says, When I lift up my hands toward your most holy sanctuary. The most holy place is the inner room in the tabernacle or the temple where the Ark of the Covenant stood. And certainly David would have known this. <laughs> Verse 3, do not drag me off with the wicked, the workers of evil, who speak peace with their neighbors while evil is in their hearts. So the psalmist knows the hypocrisy of his enemies. He says, render them, in verse 4, render them their due reward, discussing these evil people. In In the hymn setting that I've done here, the musical setting, I have used the word uh, recompense or recompense. In other words, repay them. And this is a prayer of imprecation. You can read many of these psalms in the book of Psalms where David offers a prayer of imprecation or a, a cursing prayer, if you will. And that is a prayer that God would punish the enemy. And then in verse 5, he says, He will tear them down and build them up no more. The previous verse appealed for judgment, and this one right here pronounces it. Similar to verse twenty uh, to chapter 27, where David is declaring the victory of the Lord, the future victory of the Lord. Here, he is declaring the judgment, the certain judgment of the Lord. In verse 9, save your people and bless your heritage. And the psalmist broadens his appeal. It's his personal appeal, but he broadens his appeal to the Lord to include the whole nation, the nation of Israel. And that is what we do when we pray in our public worship gatherings in our churches. We offer, you have what is called a suppliant that offers a prayer on behalf of the people. So when someone is praying behind a lectern or a pulpit and they are offering a morning prayer or or maybe a um, prayer of illumination before the sermon, whatever they are offering, it is on behalf of the people. And so often people don't realize that. They think this person is just offering their personal prayer. It's just a, a an element we include in our worship services because it's just always been there. That's what we do. No, this is a prayer on behalf of the people. The people are offering that prayer up. And so that is why I think it is vital that someone who is praying publicly in a corporate worship setting needs to consider what they say. I have no problem with even planning it out or even writing out the prayer because they are offering a prayer on behalf of that entire people. They cannot just walk up there mindlessly and just say the first thing that comes to their mind. And so David here broadens his appeal and offers it on behalf of Israel. He says, Save your people, bless your heritage, be their shepherd, and carry them forever. Now, we, we just looked at Psalm 23 recently. The Lord is my shepherd. David was a shepherd. He would have known about shepherds. 
And so he is offering his prayer and asking God to be the equivalent of what he was to his sheep, but be that for the people, for the people of Israel, for his chosen people. And so this psalm here is a very simple psalm. The the setting turned out to be three stanzas in a sort of uh, moving 6-8 feel. You'll hear that. Um, And so it it turned out to just to be a a great, simple psalm and a good text that is used for worship. Um, Even though there's a lot of focus on the, the enemies of David here, Uh, The psalm still points to the Lord and his goodness on behalf of his people. So I hope this blesses your heart and you're able to worship through this. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Shepherd